Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we are going to be talking all things Spanish royal family, basically from the beginning of April to today, which is April 20th of 2022. I um, unfortunately was not able to record at lunchtime, my break time um, today, which I kind of knew was going to be the case. I had really hoped. Um, I had to stay late at work because I had to fill out a report thing because, of course, I did. Um, and then I had to go back in early for my second part of my shift. So, alas, here we are. Uh, you know, things like that happen. It's all good. So, um, I am recording this evening um, basically the episode that I promised Um, and then tomorrow evening I will record the Swedish Royal Family episode, um, and then we will come back on Monday with the return of the Belgian Royal Family, um, and the return of, like, the daily episodes on each Royal Family. That is the plan. So, um, what to talk about with the Spanish Royal Family first? There are, here's the thing. There are like four events that we're really going to talk about because I think audiences are boring um, and that's basically all that King Felipe has done over the past couple of days, um, which I'm fine with, but also like I don't like talking about them very much. So the perk of doing this is I don't have to talk about the super boring things that I don't really like talking about. Sometimes I will talk about audiences if they're interesting. I'm going to talk about one kind of briefly. Um, I'm actually going to talk about like two kind of briefly. Um, But they will all be posted on um, thedailyroyal.com when that officially launches, which will be sometime in the next five days. I don't exactly know when yet. Um, But there's like three events and then just like a couple of topics of conversation that I want to talk about with the Spanish royal family. Um, and I just want to say, I'm going to preface this. There's going to be some fangirling, um, because the Spanish royals are my favorite. Um, that's not really a secret. If it is, it's a terribly kept secret. I just really like the Spanish royal family. Uh, clearly as I, you know, alluded to yesterday, my plan is to move to Spain. So, um, they're a big reason for that. Not the only reason, but a big reason for that. Um, and so I just kind of love them in general. And I really like a lot of the events that we are going to be talking about. So we are going to start with, I believe it was April 8th, April, April 7th. Let's see. April 7th. Um, this was an announcement of the Princess of Girona Award in the social category, um, which is dedicated to a person, a younger person, who has basically made a huge impact on social life and culture in Spain over the past year. Um, so Queen Letizia attended the announcement of that award um, from La Rioja, which is a region in northern Spain. Um, and this has followed a similar pattern. So this is, I think, the third one that has been announced, maybe the fourth. I can't quite remember. I think we're only on the third one. Um, anyway, it doesn't really matter. There's like two or three more. Anyway, so she attended this one. Um, the award 
this year went to um, a young woman whose name is Claudia Maria Teclin Garcia, um, who basically created like a nonprofit um, that is focused on helping people cope with um, the daily struggle of having a physical disability. So it provides a lot of resources, um, therapy, things like that to really help with that ongoing struggle. Um, but during these events, there is multiple different things that happen. So there's like, um, a talent tour, which is where young people kind of all gather, um, from the community and come up with ways to solve really difficult problems. Um, and usually some really great ideas come out of those. Um, so that was a piece of it. And then, um, this time I hadn't noticed this had happened any other time and it might be because like, they were meeting virtually still, um, but the but Queen Letizia met with like the jury, the members of the deciding committee jury, um, as they made their final delibera- deliberations. Um, that word was really hard to say for some reason, um, and picked the winner. Um, and then afterwards, so there's always like an event, like a a discussion and a conference kind of thing that leads up to the announcement. So Queen Letizia was present for that as well. So that is a little bit about that event. Um, I have talked about this before. I will probably continue to like briefly mention, you know, why um, King Felipe and Queen Letizia are going. I feel like this is like a common sense thing, but maybe it's not. Um, Princess Leonore the princess of Girona, um, is the honorary president of this organization. However, one, she is 16 years old. Is she 16? Yes. She is 16 years old. That is very young. Two, um, she is studying abroad right now. So she lives in Wales 90% of the year. Not really. It's like she goes to school in Wales. Um, And so cannot be working and going to these events that are on weekdays because, well, she is a student who studies in Wales. So, um, you know, that's a thing. But um, in her absence, King Felipe and or Queen Letizia will step into Princess of Girona events, Princess of Astorius award events, things like that. And this day was no exception. So that was the first thing that I want to talk about. Um, the second thing, we're just going to kind of skip around a little bit because it just makes a little bit more sense, um, are King Felipe's audiences. So one of the big audience, he, audiences he had, um, was a meeting with the governor of Puerto Rico who was on like a business delegation, trade delegation trip to Spain. Um, Puerto Rico is like this interesting anomaly of a place, um, in that Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States. However, is also a part of the Ibero-American like conference um, and grouping of things. So, because also Puerto Rico's primary language is Spanish. Um, the United States, I don't think we have an official language, but like we are primarily English speaking. Like I, I would say it's the most commonly spoke, um, but not in Puerto Rico. So um, 
I found this to just be interesting. Um, you know, the governor very much is the head of the territory, um, but like is not a head of state. So this is like a kind of bigger deal. Um, I'm not sure if, you know, the governor of any other state uh, that I that exists in the U.S. Um, would be granted an audience with the king of Spain when they visited. But I also don't know how other how many other countries would do that. Maybe California's governor or something like that, or Texas. But like Texas's governor doesn't want Spanish to be a language that is predominantly spoken in their state. Um, so I don't really know. But anyway, um, that was an event that King Felipe did. This was before Holy Week, uh, which is the week leading up to Easter after Holy Week. Um, so this was, let's see, Monday, King Felipe, um, held an audience with Sail GP, which is like one of the biggest sailing teams in Spain, um, and that is interesting solely because King Felipe is a sailor. Like he sailed in the Olympics. He sails every summer. It's literally like his thing. Um, I think if you know next to anything about the King of Spain, it's that he can sail and loves it. Um, you know, anything about like his hobbies or whatever. Um, and so that was a cool meeting. Everything else has been kind of boring from King Felipe. Um, but then there's also just been some wonderful moments where I'm going to talk about the whole Spanish royal family and um, just kind of that. So on Saturday, the day before Easter, um, King Felipe, Queen Letizia, Princess Leonor, and Infanta Sofia visited the I don't entirely know what to call this, but it's the basically right now is the refugee acceptance center in Madrid or near Madrid, like Madrid city. Um, it is where right now, um, Ukrainian refugees are going and getting settled before embarking on their new lives in Spain. Um, because obviously, uh, things are very unfortunate in the Ukraine right now. And so this is a sensitive conversation while also a amazing conversation um, because I personally was mostly impacted by this is what the Spanish royal family for themselves, chose to highlight the day before Easter. Um, because culturally and implicationally, like, in Spain, this is not what the Spanish royal family has done in previous years. I am personally not surprised. Um, but they have almost always done a week holiday in Majorca, followed by the Sunday mass on Easter day. Um, and that's just kind of been the thing because of the pandemic for the past two years, they haven't gone to Majorca. They haven't been seen on Easter. It's just kind of not the way that's happening. Um, and I 
pretty much expected them not to go back. Like, I just expected it. I'm, there's been a lot of stuff that has happened in the past two years. So I wasn't shocked, but I was super impressed that this is the event they decided to do the day before Easter in a country that basically is closed down for a week because of Easter. So that was very exciting. Um, But then also, it is obviously such an important event and King Felipe and Queen Letizia have visited um, like a... um, they have visited with Ukrainian refugees before, but this time they brought their girls. Um, and I just think like that's super duper important. Um, you know, it was similar to in Belgium when Princess Elizabeth um, attended that like round table discussion um, because this is a massive world event, like a massive world event that is happening. And this is just something that is super duper important. And I think that bringing in the younger generation of royals who are of an appropriate age um, can really be let in on different aspects of this. Um, and so during the visit, they met with refugees um, of all ages um, and did as much as they could to just be positive and welcoming and normal. Um, You know, not that there's anything normal about this situation, but like the amount of times and just like, I don't think there were a lot of photographers really there. There wasn't like a live feed of the whole visit. Um, It was pretty like chill. Um, But the amount of times that I have seen King Felipe get stopped for, like, a selfie and him to actually stop, almost never. Um, Sometimes, sure, but, like, not usually. Um, This time, literally any time, specifically a child, would ask any of them, they stopped. Um, And they were welcoming and wonderful. And I was just very impressed Um, I should not have been, but I was like, I wasn't surprised by any stretch of the imagination, but they were just very impressive. It was a very, um, important event. And I, I personally was struck by the timing of the event, um, being the most important there. Um, especially because both girls were there. Like that is just a big, um, news (laughs) worthy story because um even though it is anyway um the girls being there is just like going to draw a lot of attention because that's how royalty works um so that was huge um and then the final event that i want to talk about um is the event today that the princess of astorias princess leonore did on her own um So this has been in the works for like the past week. Um, She came home on her Easter vacation uh, like mid last week um, on Thursday and had a working event on Saturday. And then today, um, I do think this is like her last public event unless she makes any surprise appearances over the next couple of days before she goes back. I don't expect her to. Um, But she today attended an event on a 
um, about young people and security on the internet. Um, and so it was a really cool event. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, but like I said, this was a solo event. So this is Leonore's second, um, completely on her own event that she has done since last year. Um, in March of last year, she did an event with the Cervantes Institute, um, on her own. And that was a massive deal. Um, and today's event was more low key. Like you kind of got to see Leonore be a teenager, um, which was a really bizarre experience. I'm not going to lie. Um, because anytime like we've seen her in the past year, she's been really polished and put together because that's what her role demands. Not that she wasn't polished and put together today, but like she was surrounded by other people who were her age. Um, and you just kind of saw her be a teenager while also being this really impressive future queen. Um, which I was just floored by. Um, so the, the event was basically like an opening event and then a lot of like breakout discussions, um, about different ways to be safe online. Um, and so that was a really cool thing to see Leonora take part in. Um, but I think what struck me the most was like one, she was being a teenager. Um, and two, like when she did her solo event last year, she was quiet and reserved and a little more nervous. Um, like, I mean, that's how she seemed. Obviously I don't know her. I didn't ask her how she felt. Um, but she definitely seemed more timid. And today just was not like that. Today she was leading in charge, having conversations. And some of that I wonder if it's because like she wasn't in a face mask um, because Spain literally as of this morning got rid of their indoor mask mandate. Um, it is no longer required. It is still allowed, but it is not required. Um and so I think maybe that had something to do with it. I also just think like everyone becomes a little more confident the more they understand what they're doing. Um, and I'm so I'm sure there's a piece of that that has been a part of it too. But like she just was so impressive. Like she just, she didn't give any speeches. She didn't do anything like extraordinary, but her to do an event like this, at 16 and and just be like literally the center of attention because of course she is um and just like handle it is amazing I mean I was getting like overwhelmed for her watching the video of these teenagers just like crowding her for a picture like a group picture and they're just all around her and I'm like this stresses me out. I am a grown woman and I was stressed out. I'm like, I can't even imagine. And she just handled it. Like, she's such a pro. Um, I'm not surprised. Again, not surprised. Of course, she's a pro. But, like, she did awesome. Um, And so just things like that have been, it's been a really cool week to watch. Um, It's been a really cool event. Um, The... work appropriateness of girls who are 16 and almost 15 is incredible. Um, 
And like, they're just so committed and so down to earth ish. I don't know that they're actually down to earth, but like they handle the pressure of their work well, um, for being literal teenagers. Um, I would never, I could never, but that is a little bit about what was going on. There are some really cool events that are coming up in the next couple of days that we will be talking about in regards to the Spanish Royal family next week, um, that I am really excited about. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode and I will talk to you all tomorrow for the Swedish Royal family update. Have a fantastic Thursday.